live. Hey, now. hey everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that says we're live. Okay, good. Quick reminder, join us on Facebook. We have a, a Van Halen group, uh, exclusively Van Halen on Facebook. It's just under 63,000 members. Link is down below in the description of this video on YouTube. And if you happen to be watching this video live on Facebook, uh, in the EVH Gear Live group or page or Johnny Bean TV page or any of that stuff, uh, there should actually be a direct link to the group uh, right there. So join the group. It's it's one of the top, top Facebook top. Uh, Van Halen groups. And it's, there's so much awesome stuff in there. If you're a Van Halen fan and you're on Facebook and you're not in there, you got to get in there. So so there we go. All right, we're starting. We're going to celebrate uh, Fair Warning today. Here we go. Again. There it is. Thank you so much. <laughs> Dang. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Rocking. Oh, man. Welcome, everybody. Johnny Bean, Jay Hannon. This is exclusively Van Halen, the exclusive Van Halen show, Fridays, 8 p.m. <clears throat> Eastern, 5 Pacific, here on YouTube. We're live on Facebook as well. Hey now, let's uh, let's do this right. Let's say hello to the top tier of channel members here on Johnny Bean TV. I don't know why StreamYard is acting so. Uh, man, that's lagging. Uh oh. Yeah, we're gonna have some problems. Uh, channel membership here on Johnny Bean TV here on YouTube. If you'd like to become a, a channel member, click that join button right below the nineteen. How about the coffee? Nineteen thumbs ups. 20 thumbs ups. Thank you so much, you guys. And the top tier are the... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Top tier are the executive <laughs> producers here on Johnny Bean TV. Oh, my God. And they are... I clicked it. There's a bit of a lag tonight for some reason. There and it's go. Dave. <laughs> Final Freak 5150. Mike Neese. Music Therapy Labs. Majestic PB&J Cat. Wayno. Hey, now. Steve-O 5150. False Flag. Sherman Callahan. Andy Carson, Michael B, Arhabs, Warlag, the Chad, hey, Lawrence Christensen, Winnie Lou and Mary, James Gum, John Moronic, Paul Martin Woods, Stephen Franklin, Michael Smith, aka the Captain. Everybody, it's the Captain. Thomas Santiago, Joe Christian, Jimmy Ray Hawkins, David Allen Wright, and Steve Carmichael. Steve Carmichael, awesome, you guys. Nobody Again, that's why I was I was able to get away with that one. Uh, oh, awesome. Awesome. That is the top tier of channel membership here on Johnny Bean TV. And let's say a special hello. Hopefully it's still here. Scroll back. Here we go. Steve-O5150 is a brand new member here. 
So welcome, Steve-O5150. I hope you like Van Halen, man. Yeah, well, look at his does. avatar. Look I at his avatar. I mean... <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little. Man. Well, hey, Steve-O, welcome, man. And this is the place to be. So uh, thank you so much. Let's see. What else do we normally do here? Uh, let's see. You got the top tier. Uh, we did Facebook, although we can kind of do that again. Exclusively Van Halen Facebook group we're live in. And again, join that group. If you're on Facebook, that's that's where you want to be. So the exclusively Van Halen Facebook group link is down below. You can click on it. You can join it. Uh it's it's just amazing. There's uh, tons of great photos in there. A lot of celebrating. Fair warning today over there. And I pulled some photos from the group. So we'll be looking at some of those in, uh, in a little bit. Uh, but uh, let's see. What else do we normally do? Uh, if you'd like to help support the channel, support these shows, any super chats will change the color of my lights back here. Well, there we go. These lights, this is the guitar more. That's where some of the guitars live. Um, but if you'd like to help support the channel, support these shows while we are live, any Super Chats will magically change the, change the color of those lights. There we go. There's the graphic for that. And actually, when we're not live, when, when it's just a regular, what's called a VOD, you know, video on demand, um, you can actually drop what's called a Super Thanks and it's basically, it's like a super chat, but it's just on any uh, pre-recorded video. You'll see the little thanks icon there. And uh, I believe when you leave a comment with those, it automatically pins it right in the, in, the, in, the, in the comments of that video. So you can go back on the channel here uh, 10 years, 12 years. I've got several videos here that have hundreds of thousands of views, Van Halen related you can actually drop a super thanks on any of those videos and get your comment right there on the top, top. of those videos. And those videos do get still get a lot of hits every day, all the time. So so uh, there's there's that. And uh, you have to excuse my, my voice. I've been under the weather. And I'm really, really trying to, to talk for you guys. Um, but... Uh, Man, yeah, this is really lagging. WhatsApp, 415-952-3263. That's the phone number if you want to go hold of us tonight. you have any stories about Fair Warning? Did you see Van Halen on the Fair Warning Tour? Do you want to call up and let us know? There's the phone number. Very cool. Uh, we're live in the Johnny Bean TV Facebook group where we have Facebook stars, which is a digital gift that helps in the production of these shows. And please, please, please leave us a review on Google. Please leave leave me a, a, a get well soon review on Google, please. <laughs> get well eventually. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully soon. I took another test. Hopefully, it comes back uh, the right way. Um, we'll see what happens. But uh, there you go. And and one more thing, one more thing, you guys. Again, thank you so much. Thank you so much to Van Halen News Desk for featuring last Friday's show i mean it, it, craig parker adams he's awesome and this this was actually a surprise to him we were both shocked that that they that they featured the video 
Um, but thank you again, Van Halen News Desk. And if you guys uh, haven't uh, haven't seen it in the in the chat, we'll be man. We'll, there we go. We'll be the link. So there we go. Awesome. So man, how are you, man? Well, I, I I mean I just I just saw you a couple days ago, but um. <laughs> was it? Couple. Oh yeah, that's right. Metal Wednesday. Wednesday. That's right. It feels like Metal that was a Wednesday. week ago. Very strange. Yeah. Very, yeah. That was that was yeah. that was a crazy night. Yeah. <laughs> this might this is our first show in a while where it's just been the two of us. I know I know uh, Kurt might be joining, but um, you know. This is a kind of what feels like a little while ago. So it's like old times, old times. That's right. <laughs> Until Kurt paid us off. He's like, guys, come on, man. Let me join. Let me join you. I'll pay you. I'll pay you. It's like, dudes, I just got fired. I just got laid off. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for a place. You, do, you know, you're Kurt. We welcomed Kurt in like one of our own, you know? Yep. So, but now he's not here, so I don't know what's going on. We can talk about him all we want. (laughs) I talk about him anyway. (laughs) So, um, fair warning. Yeah. Yep. How many years ago today? 41, right? Oh my, I wasn't even born yet. I was, uh, I guess I was four, right? Well, no. I guess I had just turned five, right? No, four. Well, you just had a birthday the last couple of days ago. Yeah, I had a birthday a couple of days ago. I don't even know how old I am now. Whatever. I think I was four when it came out, so I don't remember it coming out. <laughs> but I remember my brother, I don't know when it was, a couple of years after that, came home with the cassette. You know, mm-hmm. when he wasn't home, I went in his room and took it out of his little, uh, you know, tape case. Yep. And my brother was the type of type of older brother who didn't want me touching his stuff. You know, like if he would have come home and if he knew that or if, if I didn't ask him to borrow his tape and mm-hmm. he came home and it was like playing in my room, my arms, my shoulders would have been bruised. He would have he would have beat the crap out of me. Hulk smashed. Huh? Yeah. So I had to like pick my battles with, with, with like, is, is he going to be home soon? Is he going to be home? You know, mm-hmm. but I remember like listening to it. And, you know, just looking at the album cover and again, you know, maybe I was like seven, you know, seven years old, maybe when it, when it, uh, when I heard it for the first time. Um, and it's one of those albums where like the music and the album cover, they have the same vibe, you know, and maybe part of it works into when you're, you know, just seeing two things or seeing something and listening to something at the same time. But mm-hmm. it's a very dark album cover, obviously. If you ever read the the you know the story about the artist who painted you know drew all this stuff or painted it, it's that's only a, a tiny piece of it, you know. That that's whoa! What just happened? Yeah, small mouth guy. So I've been hailing on that tour. Right on, man. Dude, you're you're one of the lucky ones, man, because we we weren't even alive yet when this record came out. We. You know, we were sitting there, you know, wishing we were around to, to see this. Um, but hey, and hey, but no, thank you so much. But it's just thank like you. it fits. It's a it's a dark record, but at the same time, um, I mean, it is one of my favorites. You know, Van Halen's one of those things, man. It's like 
it is very hard to pick your favorite Van Halen album. Um, yeah. It can change. It can change whatever one you're listening to. It's like, oh man, this is my favorite one, man. And then you have a couple days later, you put on another album. It's like, no, nah, this is my favorite one. My favorite one. You know, because mm-hmm. they were consistently great records from '78 through '95. I mean, you know, it's just it is. They're one of those bands, and I've said this before, Johnny. There's only a handful of bands that have released great records from seven from how many how many years is that? '78 to '95. Both of us are terrible at math. So you got the first six, uh, and then '95. Well, it's less than twenty, so. Of uh, eighteen, or whatever, right? Yeah, something like that. I, I think. Yeah, and they always talk about the first four are the greatest first four records from any band of all time, which I can't argue that. Um, and the only reason I guess Diver Down isn't considered in that argument is just the fact that it's half covers and half originals. Um, even though Diver Town is is awesome, you know, <laughs> I love I love it, Diver. It kind of shows their um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They can play different things and pull it off well, and still make it sound like Van Halen. Very uh, yeah. Well, let's see. Let's 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 take a quick call here. Is it curtsy? I, I don't I don't know who. Oh, it just it just hung up on them. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> call back. Um, call back tomorrow <laughs> between three and four a.m. Uh, I'm gonna try to talk as much as I can without coughing. I, I do have to mute myself a bunch here. Uh, dude. Well, hey, first of all, let's 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 kind of look at some of this. We have uh, we have Wikipedia pulled up here, which you can believe most of this. You know, these days I think you can believe a lot of stuff. Oh, well, they're calling back. Okay, let's let's take this real quick. Thirty-one minutes and eleven seconds. Oh my god, that's so short. Let's see. Hey, you're on the air. Hey man, hey, it's Alan. Alan, Alan Thick. Alan Thick. Yeah. Sing that song for right us. Here, baby. Sing, <laughs> sing the theme song to Full House. Oh man! Uh, well, let's see. I'll, I'll tell you what—I'll do one better. I'll—I'll I'll sing the theme song to Different Strokes because he wrote that one too. Oh, there you go. <laughs> What's up, man? Oh, oh no! That's too close. That's too close. Those are, right, those are the right notes. Hey man, send me a link and I'll—I'll I'll jump in there with my uh, my beautiful face. With oh what? man! What? With his with his what? <laughs> I got a cough. Send me a link and I'll talk about fair warning and let you guys have a break. Uh, okay, I'll send you one in a few. Okay. Well, that'll work. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> Alan, thank you. Right? Come on, man. Yeah. I'll t- tell you, man, this is this has been been uh, been a crazy, crazy couple of weeks. Hmm. Uh, um, yeah, that's right. Got- but hey, really, really quickly, let's let's actually before I send the link, let's 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 look at some of this. Fair warning. 
the fourth studio album by American rock band Van Halen, released April 29th, 1981. So yeah, that's 41 years ago today. It has sold more than 2 million copies. Wow. That's, that's, uh, and, and I know, uh, I, I've owned probably half of those because I, I can't tell you how many copies of this album I, I bought, uh, back in the day. I got, like, you were just talking about how you borrowed, you borrowed it from your brother. Yep. Um, I, I first got this album from like some sort of, uh, like dollar store or or used some sort of used shop in uh, in Oklahoma. Shop. shop, I got it right from the shop. Hey Donnie, YouTube is going crazy. Thank you, James D. It's going it like eighty eight watching now, sixty nine, seventy. It's like ninety, and the thumbs ups are going away and coming back. Hmm. What's going on? Must be kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> so. Dude, look at the first thing I notice is when you look in the right hand side when it has like the recording info, or whatever, or studio. Look at that. Re- recorded March through April of '81. Released <laughs> like they it released a few weeks, I guess, after they finished recording that. Yeah, I mean that is that is insane. Yeah, yeah. Well, but that's back when they were making records, like like right away. Man, yeah, they I mean, they, right they, they the would road and, and went in the studio. Yeah, yeah. Eddie would write a lot of the stuff on the bus. He'd play guitar, you know, while after a show, come back as they're driving to the next place. He'd be he'd be writing. Yeah, and and that, that was back. That was back when every well, you, you'd mentioned the first four records, the first I guess six records, pretty much came out every year, or maybe first five. Like everywhere, yeah. 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, that's 82. five. And then 84 technically was made in 83. Yeah, and, and came it came out like in the beginning of 84. So it's not like it was, you know, so it probably could have come out at the end of 83. Yeah. Um, And one thing I want to say, I, I kind of touched upon this on, on Metal Wednesday about how nowadays bands kind of, um, you know, especially popular bands, they kind of dictate when their albums are coming out. You know, it's like, well, it's not ready yet, blah, 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 it'll be out. Back then, the record label set a release date and the band had to meet it. Like there was no ifs, ands, or buts. You know, and I'm sure a lot of it had to do with with the, um, you know, they had probably had to schedule for the tapes to be produced, the records to be produced, like all that stuff had to be situated. You know, it wasn't one of those things like, you know, they could just do it by the seat of their pants. Like everything was probably coordinated so well back then. And the label is telling them like, no, no, you, you owe us the album on this. That's when it has to be, you know, in our hands in order to be released by this date. And, you know, like they kind of touch upon it with 5150 as well. Right. You know, they weren't entirely done, you know, like Sammy kind of mentions that, like that, that, uh, whatever song, um, crap, the one where the music's awesome, but you could tell Sammy was kind of, didn't have the vocals finished and, uh, which album 5150, the, there's the demos or the, 
not the demos, but the um, Dawn of Fifty One Fifty. Right. Yeah. Right. What song is it where did didn't make the album? Oh, uh, I want action. Yes, I want action. Yeah. Um, like that out, and they went on tour before. Like I'm trying to think what what it was, but basically, the album had to come out at a certain date, and that was it. You know what I mean? So they had to finish mm-hmm. and go on tour. You know, there was no like. Well, at least by then they had their own studio, so they could they could do whatever, whenever. Back when they when they were making you know the first record through well 80, 84 they made it their own studio too but mm-hmm. so from 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 van halen one to to diver down all that stuff they had to rent out the studio they had to go in and you know this being a, a professional musician when you go into the studio you really have to have an outline you have to know what you're doing you, you can't because once you're in there and if it's costing money you yep. can't I, I think that's something Eddie actually said at one time. Uh, he said bands like, I think he, he said uh, bands like Fleetwood Mac, they would go into the studio and they would write. Yeah. Like like they would book time and then they would write the record there while the clock is running. Yep. And Van Halen and Eddie said they, they, they couldn't do that. They had to work everything up beforehand, run through everything for Ted Templeman. And then get into the studio, and so that's why their 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 first records. That's why this record came out so fast because they had everything ready to go. Yeah, right, Alice Martinez. And, and some, you know, some bands I'm sure work <laughs> better under the pressure. Yeah, I mean, you know this, Johnny, from recording in a real studio and then recording your own stuff at home. Sometimes when it's your place that you're recording at, mm-hmm. you're you don't really put the pedal to the metal you know what i mean because just like well i can do this whenever right but when the clocks like you said when the clock's running and the, the meter's running i should say um yeah you gotta you gotta work you gotta put, <laughs> put, put you know put all the time you can in yeah um but man yeah so just just imagine <laughs> excuse me just imagine that though putting out a, a record every year touring coming back having to do another one nope and want and having it to be you know better than the last one I mean, and that's... and eddie was the only one that wrote the music so it was all it's not like it was a group effort like okay he's got these riffs i have these riffs um what's let's, let's get in a room mm-hmm. together and, and listen to the tapes and put some, mm-hmm. he was the one presenting the music to the band. And then obviously, you know, Roth or Sammy or whoever, well, Roth and Roth and Sammy would have to obviously put their vocals to it. But I mean, that's a lot of pressure, man. If you're in a band and you're a principal songwriter, that's a lot of pressure, especially when it's like you said, album tour right back in the studio, you know, like, yeah. man, I need, you know, I need to write some good tunes here. Yeah. Although Eddie, Eddie did say that he would get outvoted as far as, as far as like certain like ideas, like he'd present something to the band and, and if he'd get outvoted, uh, voted, they wouldn't work on it Yeah, or they wouldn't work it up. So he would have, he would have so, so much music, you know, that he would present to them. And then if, if you listen to a lot of the old Van Halen, uh, 
is it the the Ted Templeman demos, the Gene Simmons demos? There, there's a couple few different sets of of demos. Like if you're a real hardcore nerd, you know this. Like you've heard them, and um, and you you would listen to like there'd be songs like uh, uh, they had a song called Voodoo Queen mm-hmm. back back in that they back in the day. And that ended up being being the music for Mean Street, you know, totally different lyrics, different different whatever. And then was it the ending? The ending of the song became the ending of Hot for Teacher. Yeah. And so, so if if you like some of you guys saying that you saw Van Halen back on the '81 tour, when they ended uh, Mean Street, they ended it with the ending, which eventually became the ending of Hot for Teacher, which now I can only relate that to Hot for Teacher because of the music video. Seeing Waldo and 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 Lori, you know, and, and the whole ending, the game show, you know, all yeah. that. Um, and, and the same thing with, uh, like, She's the Woman off of A Different Kind of Truth. The bridge section, the original She's yeah. the Woman, the bridge section was the bridge section to Mean Street. Yeah. So obviously when they re-recorded She's the Woman for a Different Kind of Truth, Eddie had to write or and I don't know if that riff that he used for the bridge section and She's the Woman was new or if that was taken from an old old song as well. But um you know, it's 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 pretty cool when you oh, hear man. that type of stuff, yeah. Yeah, I I just, I just yeah, that that's right. Mm-hmm. Hey Cameron Brown's here. We got we got a you just said 115 watching. I don't know what the real number is. It's going 115 back to 79 to 81. I don't know what the what the real number is. 113. <laughs> 2000. I'll take that. We'll take that, you guys. Yep. But hey, whatever it is, smash that thumbs up and subscribe. Please. <laughs> But I guess this would have been the album, and you know, there's always been talks about this as well of like, you know, the the push and pull of of Eddie and Dave, you know. Whereas like this is the album where a lot of this guitar stuff is is pretty heavy on this record, and um, the fact that it didn't commercially do well, um, maybe gave Dave a little more, you know. I guess maybe pull going into diver down saying, all right, we tried, we tried your way, Eddie, <laughs> you know, now let's, um, let's have some fun with this next one. So, but mm-hmm. mo- a lot of guitar players, dude, a lot of guitar players, fair warning is their favorite, favorite Van Halen record, or it's right up there with, uh, with their favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the tone of the guitar. Yeah the riffs just mean sounding you know it's super raw but but at the same time it just punches you in the face a lot of attitude in that one when when i when i first uh as i was saying yeah when i first got this i got it on cassette i got it at this this like dollar store or some sort of something and i i remember the i remember sitting there listening to it for the first time and my uncle walking in and singing along to Mean Street. I mean, he knew it. That's that's kind of the, one of the ways I one of the ways I uh, learned about Van Halen was from my aunt, and my uncle. They were huge fans. They saw them probably every tour back then. They actually ran into Roth uh, 
skiing one time <laughs> back in the day and and he he wouldn't tell them who he was but they knew who he was you know um and uh he's the uncle he's one he's he's related to jazz obrecht hmm. so that's a, a cool uh van halen connection there but i remember him walking in and singing along to, to mean street the first time i heard it you know when i was sitting there listening to it um and i and I probably listened to the whole record just uh, all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first song off this record that I really wanted to learn how to play was Unchained because that riff was so cool. And the, the, excuse me. <laughs> and, <laughs> that part that goes blah. <laughs> um, it's heavy. The. Uh, you know, the, the flanger, the flanger on Unchained is just so cool. Mm-hmm. I remember taking the tape to, I was taking lessons at the time. I took the tape to my teacher. I'm like, how do you do this? And he showed me how to play, excuse me, how to play the riff. But he never showed me how to do the part with the flanger. I don't know if he even knew what was happening there. Hmm. Or maybe you he know? didn't have one and was like, you know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, that was so cool. And... And still is, and and to to me, this is this is one of those records where where when you put it on, you just you listen to it all the way through. Yeah, well, how can you not? It's thirty one minutes long. I mean, you know, never a skip, right. as some of them like to say. Um. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, you and, got uh, songs like Mean Street and Sinner's Swing right there. Those two, you know, you just, just badass as far as just heavy and, you know, Roth. You know, I mentioned Attitude before, and that's those two songs. They got it, man. Yeah. You know? But I guess, you know, the whole two million records sold, you know, of course, they're complaining, you know, two million for Van Halen. That's, you know, technically whatever. But it really doesn't have that hit single i mean obviously you know unchained gets played on the radio a lot but you know it's not that um typical i don't know how to say it but you know it's not that um i don't think there were any actual quote-unquote hits i mean there were there were singles yeah yeah i did have the 45s singles to but at the time nothing 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 took off what did I have? I think I had. So this is love was a single. Well, I mean there was a, a music video to it as well. Unchained was a single. Um. Yeah. And hey, anybody, if you're calling, if you're calling, I'm having a hard time talking. So please text first. Send me a, a text message. Let me know uh, who you are and the subject. Um. Thank you. There's the uh, the insert there, which uh, I learned years later that that's all like like photoshopped, like they're all photoshopped together. All those it was like individual uh, hmm. photo shoots. Yeah, it's like the um, what was the Sears, um. Company that did the uh, what was that? What was that? What was that called again? Oh, I don't... oh man, I forget what it was. Yeah, 
<laughs> Wait, we have a question here. Bozik says, oh, there we go. There's Boner Jams. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, me and Brian and I are both you, from uh, from Illinois. So, of course, if you're, Mel if you're from Illinois and you're not a Bears fan, something's wrong. So, Bozik says, Jay, this is one area where I disagree with Paul about how Roth is a better lyricist than Hagar. If he was so pro prolific a songwriter, how come there's a ton of cover tunes during his era? I don't think one has anything to do with the other. Um, I think Roth and Templeman knew that doing cover songs was going to get you, you know, probably on the radio with those songs. And obviously it worked with, uh, you know, Van Halen one right out of the gate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they started playing covers. That's yeah. how, that's how they became a band was playing cover tunes and, and, a. a couple of those covers you really got me uh you're no good even happy trails i mean that was a lot of stuff that they did way back in the day and they yeah. were comfortable playing that stuff and as a new band in, in 19 well you know having a, a first record out in 1978 among disco and punk you know why not spruce up uh uh, a, a a classic you know you really got me you know yeah i mean pretty woman any i mean any of that stuff and anything yeah, that van anything van halen covered they made it their own oh yeah big time they made it their own tune and i personally like their versions of their cover songs better than than any of the originals big time yeah so Bozica, i don't i don't really in my opinion again this is my opinion i don't think either one has to do with each other and about Paul saying that, you know, the whole argument Roth is better lyricist than Hagar. Listen, Roth's lyrics, some obviously, you know, I'm not going to say that anything is bad. But the thing that makes Roth so great as a frontman and as a singer is that he can write something, write lyrics that if anybody else sang them that didn't have the same, you know, confidence or swagger or whatever roth has he has it it wouldn't sound mm -hmm. cool coming from somebody else you know what i mean so you can you know roth could get away with having some cheese ball lyrics because at the time he had it and it didn't matter what he said it was awesome you know whereas hagar he was he was a singer and he didn't have what roth had in that aspect and couldn't get away. If he wrote a cheese ball lyric, it was a cheese ball lyric. And he didn't have the <laughs> attitude behind it and the conviction that Roth had to make it work. And I think that's that's the difference. You know. I think right. they I think they've both written great lyrics. You know, Roth has a way of, of 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 you know playing with words and having stuff which is obviously, you know, awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I mean there's some songs that Hagar wrote that are Chris, great, great lyrics, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've said this a billion times. To me, Van Halen, it, it was always about Edward. It was always, it was the music, the, the guitar, lyrics. After that, I mean, they could be, you know, totally insane, insane, and and really doesn't bother me. I, it's when it comes to Van Halen. To me, it's, it's about the music. Well, for the most part. 
<laughs> you know, when you get to and this again, just goes without saying, in my opinion, but mm-hmm. you know, you get the Van Halen three and I just felt, I just feel like that music with that voice didn't, you know, didn't have the same effect as that when Sammy took over with Van Halen and it's still, it just, it worked. It didn't, I'm sure there's going to be some fans out there that love the raw stuff, older Van Halen fans that obviously, you know, they may not like the Van Hagar era, but I mean, when I listened to both eras of Van Halen, those first two eras, yeah, obviously it sounds different, but Mm -hmm. they don't sound like, you know, sometimes you hear a different singer sing with a band. You're like, Ooh, that doesn't really go together. You know, whereas Sammy, it, it just sounds right. You know, there's nothing about it. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, peanut butter and mustard. If, I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know if it's going to work. It just, you know, why don't you call Sammy? Yeah. Yeah. Keith Campbell mentions Eddie even hated that uh, you really got me was their first single. Dave was the one and Templeman, obviously, who kind of pushed to do a lot of the covers. Mm hmm. And Eddie wanted to play his own stuff. That's why him and Dave butted heads, especially on Diver Down, you know, with like, you know, half and half. But again, I mean, it's the covers that they did, like Johnny said, they're great. They made them sound like Van Halen songs. They're Van Halen is one of the few, if any, major bands that have that have covered other songs and totally made them their own. And and there's general. I mean, I think even when they when they put out Pretty Woman I, as a single, I think Edward had said some people didn't even know that was a cover. They thought that was their song. Wow, you know. And I also right? think it, I also think it helped that they um right uh, right. Hey now, <laughs> Kurt with a K. <laughs> What's up, man? What's going on? Come on on. Come on on. Johnny's like, we have two guys on here wearing football shirts. Jesus Christ. Bears pick before the Seahawks today. Back to back. You didn't watch it? No, I was uh, at gymnastics with Ellie and then had to come home and eat dinner and then jump on here. So. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So Kurt. Kurt was, yeah, fair hey, warning. What, what when did you when did you first get fair warning? Or what 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 number was that like in the list of like when you became a fan? Like like what So it was fifty one fifty, Van Halen one, Van Halen two. That's the same as Johnny. Yeah. And Very then OU eight one two and then Diver down and oh. fair warning. Wow. Whoa. That's weird. Yeah. I had everything up until I, I was there when 0812 was brand new. So I had everything up until I was shocked when I walked into the store and saw 0812 sitting there. I had no idea that they had a new record out by that point. But, um, but I, 84 was probably in there. But I, I remember getting fair warning and um, women and children first pretty close together. Um, did you have the two-in-one cassette i might have <laughs> I, I remember that i have that somewhere yeah 
Anytime anybody says posts on Facebook, name your va- favorite Van Halen record. You can only post one. I post that. Get <laughs> <laughs> the old twofer. <laughs> and I was, you know, young, and you know, we didn't have a bunch of money, so some of the, the CDs or tapes I bought, I I would go to the used section. I'm still young and, and poor. Was, yeah, you are. You're only twenty nine. <laughs> But I would get the used tapes or used CDs if there were ones I didn't have. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think later on in life, when I had money, I bought them again. So they weren't scratched, you know, as a 13 year old, you didn't treat them very kind, kindly, you know. Right. Man. Leave them on the floor. I tried to. <laughs> then I'd let my I'd let my cousin borrow a tape or something or a CD and it'd be screwed up. I never let anyone borrow anything. Oh my gosh. Don't touch my stuff. <laughs> Don't touch my drum set. <laughs> um, <coughs> I'm trying to think but, about what's the what's the last Van Halen CD that I got? I'm trying to think what it would have been. Well, balance probably, right? <laughs> I'm sure I had a truth. Tokyo. What? Oh, yeah, the live one. Yeah. Oh God. I can't listen to that one. Yeah, I have them all, but. Um... <laughs> I just bought a uh, box set like six months ago. Of a bunch of uh, bootleg stuff. That's the last one I bought. Van Halen stuff? Yeah. Let me go grab it. A box set of bootlegs? Hey, go back to the um, Wikipedia page. Because we kind of jumped out of it. A B minus. Signifying a competent or mildly interesting. You got to scroll to the right. There you go. A little bit more to the right. Yeah, yeah that's it. Record that will usually feature at least three worldwide worthwhile cuts. Uh, not just Eddie's latest sound effects, but a good few jokes along with the mean ones. In a rhythm section that can handle punk speed emotionally and technically. At times, Eddie could even be said to play an expressive lyrical role. Um, let's see. Fairly positive in the review. He initially stated that it's a dark, strange beast, partially because of it lacks any song is purely fun. That's a good point. You know, there's always that couple fun songs on a Van Halen record. And fair warning, didn't really, you know, I had one foot out the door with kind of like, you know, a couple lines in there that were funny, but it wasn't the same, you know, it didn't have the, uh, you know, there were no chick yeah. songs on Fair Warning. Right. You know, nah, it, it was, it was very serious. Yeah. I bet if you ask female Van Halen fans, I bet Fair Warning is, is, is towards the low end of the, uh, of the list of, of favorites. That's just my opinion. That's what I think. Yeah, so this is love. You know, looking at it, you'd think that would be a chick song, but it's a rocker. Yep. Yep. 
I'm sorry, I had to burp. Uh, well, let's let's check it. Let me let me change brands real quick. So let's check this out. Check Brand this cereal. Out. This, this, this is <laughs> this is the <laughs> album the album cover, or this is where they they got the uh, yep. the cover from. This was called a it was a painting called the Maze by Canadian artist William Karelik. I think that's how you pronounce that. It uh, depicts his tortured youth. Yep. Um. And this this painting it was it was in a book. I'm not sure. Uh, let's. What was the book? Does it say what the book was called? I that's think... what it looks like if you were to go inside Jay's head. <laughs> Thank God it isn't. <laughs> Censorship. I don't know if I'd be able to handle that, man. Jesus. Yeah, that's some crazy stuff. Yep. And they do have. Uh, if, I mean, if you if you look close enough, you do see some of the um, some familiar parts from from the uh, from the album cover, the front and back. Um. But there's a lot of other stuff going on there. Yeah, apparently this guy grew up on a farm and someone abused him when he was a kid and he ended up like going to a mental institute. That's when he painted this, correct? William Curric? Cur- yeah. Curlick? Um Yeah, I I guess it is his far it says his farmer father abused him or something. Oh my god. Um actually let's see if we can if we can scroll in. Let me let me find let me find another well, that makes uh, me feel terrible looking at those pictures thinking that that like that's somebody's what they what they visualize from their childhood, you know? Like holy cow, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, it really gives you a new perspective on on this album being being a, a dark sounding record. I mean, when when you when you look at this cover, and and you, you learn about. Did, did Alex ever say where he first initially saw the uh, the painting? I know he they paid seven hundred bucks to use chunks of it. That was it. Jeez. <laughs> There. Man, everything. Because I didn't know it was a, whatchamacallit, this whole separate art piece until, man, I'm trying to think how long ago, maybe seven years ago, six years ago. So that middle part there, that I mean, everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. That part. Does he does he explain like what happened during each painting, like each section? Does he ever? Does the artist ever come out and say like, you know, I painted this part because this is. You know, when I got beat up by the bully and he had my arms under his knees and he was punching me in the face, wouldn't stop. Um, pretty crazy. 
Well, someone animated it. He was on. Uh, yeah, today. I, yeah. Here, let me. I really? saw that. Let me I show didn't that. See that. Let me. Sh I I got it right here. <laughs> let me see. Where did I do that? Um, here we go. Make sure there's no music. Yeah, check this out, man. This was a uh, ver very strange life on Instagram. Simon uh, hasn't hasn't animated. <laughs> John Biel. There he is. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> yeah, at least you can laugh at this. <laughs> Very strange life on Instagram. Thank you for that, man. This painting always reminded me of that tool video, Jay. Which one? Which tool I can't remember. Oh, like sober? Yeah, we're... They crack open the pipe and there's meat running through it. And oh, all yeah. That weird stuff. Yep. Wow. So there's like other other parts. Yeah, man. Very, very dark. Yeah. But don't, I almost don't like looking at these at these uh, pictures, you know? So like I said, I couldn't imagine. You know, it's not like one thing happened to somebody. This is like, like a whole childhood of just, yeah. you know, torture. I don't like the one where he's strapped on the conveyor belt. No. Wow, so weird. Yep. Dead mouse. That's Ned. Ned got that one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that's part of the part of the album there. Yeah, it's it's very very wild. False flag. Your shows yeah. are like painkiller for me. Thanks, God. False flag. Thank. You're you're welcome, man. That's a first. Well, he has like he has like like a kidney stone or something. Oh. Ugh. I'm just coughing a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, false flag. He he um I forgot to respond to him. He asked me about uh sending a CD over here. If he's going to send you one, Johnny, instead of having him from all the way over on the other side of the planet, you know, ship ship separately, mm -hmm. just have him ship to you. And then I'll pay you to have to ship me the CD. That that way he's not, you know, spending 80 bucks to ship you a CD, 80 bucks to ship me a CD. Right. Know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, false flag. If you're going to send anything. Yeah, you can send them to me. And then, ship. And then. We'll I'll send them out. To, to ship it to Always me. a ship. Always. <laughs> Always a ship. Uh, 
But yeah, this is this is wild, man. Yep. What crazy, crazy cover. Um. Uh, let's see. Anyway, Did you guys talk about the payola. No monk. No. Nope. No, we're we're still we're still just like kind of. It's been an hour, and we're still still just like talking about the cover. Wow. Anyway, but if anybody, if you, if you want to find out more about that that cover, yeah, you can just just Google uh, the maze, a painting by Canadian artist William Karelik. It's Karelik. Karelik. I think how you say it. Yeah. And uh, or I can just share this page here, and this, this talks all about it. <laughs> There it is. Yeah. Right there. You can just pause. Pause the screen right there and tells you about it. Yeah, so it's the painting of inside the guy's skull is what it is. And the skull has been split open vertically to reveal various compartments inside. Through the eyes, nose, and mouth, we can see the rest of the body lying in a wheat field. Inside the skull itself, each compartment holds a scrap of paper representing a memory of or thought. Wow. 1953 is when that was done. Jesus. So it, it had been around for a while before Van Halen used it. And it was okay, in a so book. Is what's it? Bethlehem Royal Hospital? Is that where it's hanging? In the London? Ori- the, the original? Yeah. Uh, see that? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I know I know it's it's in a book. And actually I saw a photo. I saw a photo of it. Uh like the guy had it on display. It was a black and white photo. Hmm. <clears throat> but I wonder why the band uh, chose to put sections of it on the album cover versus the whole thing or part of it, you know? Because they really pieced it together instead of putting the whole thing on there, which is... Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it probably it was probably just too too. Uh, there was like too much, you yeah. know. So they probably picked like like their favorite favorite sections. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't Alex was the one who usually did all the. Uh... That that was added in right there. Yeah, he did all of them. And then, because yeah, I don't think you ever saw the complete painting. Like not, uh, I mean, not on the vinyl. I mean, on the vinyl, you had, you had this and and that. But yep, right. uh, even in this, even in the CD, when the when the CD was released, when you open, when it opened up, I don't, you never saw that the whole entire painting. Yeah, yeah. That maybe Alex, maybe Alex, just you know, when he heard the music that Eddie was writing, maybe those are the pictures that kind of, you know, st- stuck out to him when uh, 
or the areas of the painting that stuck out right. to him. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It actually probably says in here. Let me see. Uh, no, it doesn't. The album's cover artwork is uh, accompanied by an insert of a black and white portrait. Yeah, that's the that's that's a, that picture. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't say anything about why they used it. But uh, Johnny Bean Street. That's right, KXM Rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got some cool pictures here that I, I pulled from uh, from Instagram, and well, you got you got the cover there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's wild. Uh, let's see. Most of these are of Eddie because, like I said, to me, Van Halen. It's all but Edward. Um, but there's like, it's a cool photo from the, from the tour tour right there. And, uh, there you go. Um, and actually I I do have a couple of Eddie and Dave. There's a cool one there. And then here's one. I I posted this the other day (laughs) right here. Very I think I put caption this, and I got to go back and see some of the captions people left on that picture. Dave Sickle. <laughs> it's innuendo there. <laughs> uh, yeah, no monk. No monk was saying that after it, uh, they got done recording this album, he said Eddie was the skinniest he had ever seen him. He was like a hundred and some pounds. Wow. Like stressing? He was like skin and bones. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it, well, he, him and him and Don would sneak back into the studio yeah. and, and re-record a lot of the stuff. And the, the band would come in the next day thinking that they were there when the stuff was done. He would like redo a lot of the guitar parts. Um and he well, would put a lot he would put a lot of of uh you know i mean all his energy in, into that stuff in ted's book he said there was no sneaking around them going in the studio at night he knew they were in the studio that was kind of a tall tale they were in the studio late at night um don and ed thought that they could be more creative without having ted around so he just let him let him do it so if you read Greg Renoff's book, he talks about yeah, that. Yeah, I thought yeah, Greg did 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 say that. I remember him yeah. saying that. Yeah. Hmm. Which I wonder if they charged him for uh, being there at night. You know, the band was always like it seemed like they were wanted to be quick in the studio and not use up a lot of studio time for money. You know. Yeah. Um, but 
Yeah. Here's Those are the only pictures you have? Oh, I was going to say. No. Oh, no. I got a bunch of them. I got a bunch of them. There, there's a cool... Uh... What do you think, boys? Black or uh, dark blue? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a different like... guitar. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like the shape yeah. on the top horn. That's the... Uh, you're you're, you're <laughs> the talking about the, the circles. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Looks the black there. It's it's definitely black. I don't know why people think it's it's dark blue. I mean, I mean, yeah, even people look, talk look at, about the lighting, but if you look at the pics, they're the same color. I mean, look at that. You know? There's no way that's blue. There's no way. And that's black. The um, guitar but, is black, not. And that, I mean, that guitar too. I mean, that guitar is black as well. That was that's the rude. But here's a cool photo of kind of the back of the guitar. Yeah. Oh, so the body. Thick. Yeah. Yeah, he had a he had several of those guitars with thicker bodies um to compensate for the the Floyd, Floyd. Rose tremolo which he thought gave a, a real bright like like a brittle sound. Yeah. And they're mahogany too to help hmm uh right jake i'm zoning out man (laughs) (laughs) um but here's some cool shots from from the end of the uh end of the tour end of the show they had these lights that would come down in the shape of the vh logo (laughs) Think about in eighty one. They that was probably cutting edge. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Free LED. I mean, that was like, can you believe we have this? <laughs> yeah. Like it's on fire. That's where Dave gets his tan. Yeah. That's why that's why oh never mind. We had somebody on one time that was saying that they were front row for this tour, and they said those lights were just super hot, like that you could feel them. I bet. Remember that? Hey, John Bo. Those are probably floodlights, you know. Well, Pete Angelus, he was the lighting lighting guy for the first four or five years, so I'm sure that was his uh, baby. And I remember seeing Rush at the uh, Meadowlands, and it was the. Uh, Whatchamacallit? Vapor Trails. I think it was the Vapor Trails tour. I think so. <laughs> and they had... You know, uh, behind Neil, they had this line of, of like, you know, f- uh, what do they call them? Like fire, uh, you know, the pyro shit, you know? And we were like upper deck almost on stage left. So on Getty's side, we're up in the top, man, on the side. And every time... After like a couple seconds, it's like whoosh. You just feel like a heat blast. And we're like, we're up, you know, obviously heat rises, but still, it's like it was the craziest, coolest thing, you know. So him sitting literally how many feet in front of these things, his back, you know, he probably any if he had any back hair, if Neil had any back hair, it was singed. Imagine the the electrical that it takes to fire those up, the meters just flipping. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Imagine how James Hetfield felt when he got caught in one. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Johnny, you ever see that clip? Yeah. And you hear you hear the strings melting, like popping on the guitar. Oh ping, no. ping, ping, ping. It's like wow. Yeah. Man, well, uh not this not this Monday. I think Thursday hopefully I, I went and I took a test today. Hopefully I pass. Um but next week when I go up to the East Bay, I was gonna swing by the Metallica Mansion and go oh. live. Go live from there and show you guys like you know, the out the outside of it and then give you a little little tour of some of that. That's cool. So probably Probably third. If hopefully, if I pass this test and and I go up there, everything's cool. Maybe Thursday. You've been studying. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um. But uh, so 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 song wise, what what? Like I I know I was saying you know when when I put this record on, I mean I listened all the way through. You know. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those albums you just put it on and never, never a skip. Okay, um, but like, what so what, are, what are some what are some of your favorite favorite tunes from the from the, from the album and in the chat? So the, in the yeah, chat, in the what chat. are your some favorite favorite songs? So dang quick! I mean, it's a little bit over thirty minutes, right? Um, yeah, thirty one minutes. You know, I bought the. I bought the album because of Unchained. So Unchained's obviously um, number one. Um, and then my older brothers tell me about Mean Streets. So especially that being the opening track was always a good one. And, and Dirty Movies is always one of my favorites. Uh, I love the slide at the beginning. I, still to this day, when I hear it, it like gives me goosebumps. And then mm-hmm. I actually like One Foot Out the Door. I thought it was a cool uh, change up. And of course, it's too short. Um, I can imagine if that would have been a full song, it probably would have would have been cool if they would have kept it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, like I was saying earlier, well, I mean, Mean Street, I mean, that's I mean, that's just such a cool riff. And actually, somebody—I'm sorry, man—somebody posted a, a video lesson of that today on YouTube, and I had commented. Um, actually, I invited them to come on the show at some point. What, what was his name? Something. Some, I think Marty. Marty fifty-one fifty. I think that's his name. Um. So, Marty, if you're watching this, we'll uh, you, you'll have to jump on jump on with this very soon. Um. Anyway, Mean Street. I mean, it's such a just a just a crazy riff. Um, yeah. and actually if, if you ever heard the, the whole thing, because on the record it fades out, but, um, I have all the guitar hero tracks and, and so I do have mixes. I do have a full like instrumental mix of the tune where it just stops where it keeps going. Mm-hmm. And, and there actually is a little bit, um, at the end there, like, like, like little like like Lee it just it just it just kind of keeps going and then stops and stops with the whammy bar Ed, Edward goes with the whammy and then the song's over I know a guy that could do it pretty well um and I think it's a testament to Eddie's rhythm 
um, you know, just kind of like Craig, he was on last week talking about his tapping his foot and Eddie's mm-hmm. rhythm playing, uh, even though it's tapping, I think it's 90% rhythm. Wouldn't you agree, Jay? Since oh, you're the guy sorry, I'm talking I'm, about. I'm sorry. I was talking about you. What was I saying? Uh, <laughs> I said, I know a guy that can do it pretty good. And uh, I believe Main Street. That's intro. like oh, okay. 95% right. rhythm, right? Dude, intro. yeah. Once, um, I, like I, I've said this a million times before, but, you know, growing up, you know, we all kind of messed around with the first half of Mean Street, the intro, you know, the bet and bet and bet and bet and bet and bet and bet, you know, that part. But once it got into that second section, the rhythm was so odd and, you know, I never got it. You know, I tried when I was younger and I'm like, I don't even know the pattern of the rhythm he's doing. And then one night, you know, under the influence of something, I'm sitting here learning it. And all of a sudden it just clicked. And I was like, oh, my God. And I, I memorized the pattern. And obviously, you know, music is most of the time, you know, if you're let's say you're trying to learn a new solo. Right. What you do is before you start noodling with it. You'll listen to it over and over and over and over again and get it just crammed into your brain so you can, you know, hum it basically in your head. You memorize the solo mentally. And then it's a lot easier, obviously, to transfer that into into your hands and through the guitar. Um, But like I said, once I got the pattern and the rhythm of the intro part, you know, not that it was easy after that because there's there's a lot going on, you know. You get all these strings you're doing tap harm or you know harmonics on and tapping and a lot of it is muting with your unused fingers or fingers that you're fretting something with your palm or whatever or your right palm certain parts so nothing else rings out that's a very intricate intro you know and it's, it's amazing um you know learning it is one thing writing it like i that's one of those that's one of those guitar parts where it's like, yeah, learning it's fine, but where in the hell did he pull that out of? That's, you know, that's one of those parts Piano, maybe? in music history where you're like, what? You know, there's there's no way somebody he that had to come from somewhere else, man. You know, either which I think which he either wrote, wrote it on piano, Mean Street. Either he wrote it on a piano or, like Johnny was saying earlier in the tour bus with a guitar unplugged where he was trying to get that thing to ring out off the neck and he just kept going with it and ran with the flow and the feeling he you know he was in when he wrote mean street especially the the beginning he was really influenced by by the funk uh bass players at mm. the time there was a lot of, like the funk like like you know, I mean, there was the disco stuff and then the funk stuff, and he was just—he was really influenced by that, and so slap he bass. wanted to do slap bass. So he wanted to do his own version of that, and that's how he came up with that intro. Yeah, the intro, and then intro, it, the intro, intro. That's that's one thing, and you can <clears> see how you could just be fidgeting around and be like, oh, that's kind of neat. Oh, let me come up with a pattern. But like I said, it's that second half of that of that intro where it's like, whoa, you know, where yeah, where did tapping. that where did he come up with that part? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then years later, I mean, just just some years back, we we saw him do that on an acoustic guitar. 
You know, he went to see the Brian Adams concert and he was hanging out with Brian Adams, I guess, before the show, either before or after. And he's actually playing it on acoustic. And I forget who posted. I think yeah. Brian Adams posted it. People in the chat in 81, if you were old enough when this album came out, like what was everyone's thought when they first heard that? I mean, what were your guys' thoughts? The hell's he doing? I don't really, I don't really remember. Like I said, I maybe was seven when I first heard this album tape, I should say. Um, and you know, again, I didn't play an instrument when I was seven years old. It, it probably sounded neat, you know. But a lot of it is just usually when you play an instrument, you kind of understand something that's like, whoa, I, that's that's impossible, you know. But when you don't play an instrument, you're just like. That sounds that sounds cool, you know. But you don't kind of get the comparison of like, you know, you don't know how to equate it to to something else or to. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Like it's almost like somebody who doesn't play, doesn't who's never played baseball before or something, right? And they're watching baseball. It's like if somebody hits a home run, oh, that looks easy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Round ball, round bat. 100 mile an hour, you know, curveball, <laughs> you know, slider, knuckleball, all these things. It looks easy, but unless you actually get in there and try it, it's it's not. Yeah, catch oh, a ground I'd, ball I'd, at third. I'd, <laughs> yeah. I'd be I'd be watching hot corner. I'd be watching yeah. live without a net every day after school, watching uh especially the the guitar solo where he's doing the slap part. And he just made it look just so easy. Yeah, I mean, it looks—it's just effortless what what he's doing there. Yep. And and then and then you try it, and it's it almost is impossible. You know, yeah. I mean, you're—I mean, Jay, you're like the only dude I know that can play that, and that it sounds yeah. right. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. You Thank know? you very much. So I don't know what you were on that night. Yo. But- <laughs> I, I, once once that ran out, I've never been able to get something that did the same thing. You know, I don't know what it was. <laughs> Some random stuff. Paul McCartney told you. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a totally different subject, but it's crazy. Eight years it took for all of us to finally get real footage of what he was doing other than seeing it from the front row at a concert you know um what? live without a net live without a net oh. you know mm-hmm. well i mean that's i mean i mean you'd you'd be you'd be talking to the 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 old time hardcore fans of this stuff you know us i mean this was all like made years ago by the time you know like we we got into it um but but really the Oakland stuff was really all they had other than seeing it live. You know? Yeah. Man, I I I remember uh, I was at my grandma's house watching Headbangers Ball and they must have said coming up Van Halen. Or they must they must have said Van Halen Unchained. They must have said something and I like my ears perked up. I'm like, what? And this would have been 1988 or 89 when I first saw that. And so I had a, a cassette recorder with ACDCs back in black. Back in black! And I, I t- 
ta- I covered up, you know, the the top of the tape so I could record. So when, once that came on, I I hit record. So I had an audio version of Unchained Oakland eighty one, you know, just the one tune, and I, I listened to it all the, like the whole next day. That's all I would listen to. I couldn't believe it. That guitar solo, I couldn't believe that solo, you know, because it, it wasn't the rec- the recorded solo at all. Um. But and then and then yeah, years later, in New York, getting a VHS tape with all three of those videos, all the '79, all all the '78 stuff, all the '79 stuff, that stuff, Purdue Woman, you know, Purdue Woman, all that stuff. (laughs) I got all that stuff on a VHS tape in New York at some at some record shop. Whole flight home, six hours. I'm like, I can't wait to see this. When I got home, first thing I did was I watched that. That was in 1994 when I first saw all this stuff. Couldn't believe it. Uh, Kurt, you mentioned, you know, the first time you see a live, you know, an official live video is, is live at a net 5150. Um, I can only imagine, and it's probably right, the reason why it took that long and why they did it then obviously part of it might have to do with Ed Leffler saying, Hey guys, this can only help, you know, you want to, you want to take this band to the frigging moon, you know, put out a live video. And at the time, I'm sure Eddie and Alex and Mike and Sammy were thinking like, how can we get bigger? How can we reach, you know, just do stuff to continue to grow, you know, because, any, you know, if you're in a band, right, if anybody's been in a band before and a member leaves your band and goes to another band, right, or starts their own band, you might downplay it or poop, ah, no big deal, bullshit. There's always the, con- you don't want to see that other member get bigger than you. You, It's always a competition. You want to like, you want to crush them almost, even though you might not say it, Um so I'm sure that had something to do with it as well. Like, hey, put out 5150. We'll do a live video. Put it out. You know, just try to keep keep getting bigger and bigger and grow and getting out there. MTV, especially, it used to be aired on MTV back then. Yep, and they didn't have any videos that year, so you know they did uh, the un the un uh, unleashed documentary and the live video, and they were big, 84, 85, right? But 86, they were huge. Um, and I know that's a controversy, but it's just, I, mean, I don't want to talk about sports, but analogy, Jay, you know, when a player goes to a different team, as soon as they play that other team, they step it up, right? Yeah. Yep. You never want to see someone be more successful when you're not there. Yep. So um, with Sammy there, they wanted to be bigger and better than they were before. Mm-hmm. Well, plus they they had that was their, that was the first number one record. Yeah. I mean, how many how many guys out there had a girlfriend? Then you break up, and it's like, oh, I, I wish you the best. I wish you the best. You don't want to see them happy. You want yeah. you want to see them miserable, right? You don't want yeah. you don't want them like, oh yeah, I'm doing fine. You know, God, no, you want to see them. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you can, thanks to Facebook. 
oh man, that's why I got <laughs> that's fake fake book. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, ask Bryce Harper. Joe Hervey says it. He left the Nationals, went to the Phillies, and then the next year the Nationals won the World Series. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's gotta be the worst, man. You know? Jesus. But but back to fair warning. Um, I was talking about the payola um, in Noel Monk's book. The the uh, album wasn't selling well, and the band was worried. And of course, he Noel went on like a, I guess, toured all these uh, major radio stations when they were touring, and he was the band was paying to get uh, airplay. Um, and also, Johnny, I believe the promo stuff that recently came out last year that they did in Europe, you know, that was on TV. I think that was additional stuff they did after the tour to promote Fair Warning uh, to increase the album sales. The dinosaur video? The dinosaur video, the you know, where they were playing in that hall with the disco ball, mm-hmm. you know, where um, they just released that, that new footage. Yeah, that that was. I mean, that's all that stuff is all overseas. It's like, yeah. I I think that's. I think the the dinosaur video is from Italy. Yeah, and then all the other stuff. Paris. It's, it's all like another one. Like all different. Yeah. But yeah. no radio friendly hits was no. one of the issues. Uh, yeah, and, and, and when you, know, you go back and you like you said, jo- like Johnny said, like that's just a, you listen to it front to back part of part of the reason is it's 31 minutes long but another reason they're all great songs but when you listen to it there isn't that typical and i don't want to say typical with van halen because none of their stuff is typical but they just don't have that radio hit that goes across all you know um genders i should say because you know any hit song on on pop radio pop you know the women dig the chicks got to dig it too yeah i mean a lot of these songs i mean mean street heavy unchained which is the biggest radio hit on this album is one of van halen's heaviest damn songs yeah so so this could be so this is love that was the first single right uh I should say it should say in Wikipedia. Well, it's, it's, it's highlighted blue. So, um, just like the circles guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Click on, click on. So this is love. It would say right uh, here, Johnny. It'd be, it's right here. Here it is. There yeah. you go. June 81. Okay. See, okay, see, it says the album came out in April, right? Yeah. Look, look what it says though, and see, this is interesting. So, this is Love released June eighty-one U.S. Unchained released July eighty-one Europe. Mm. Mean Street released Europe. Here about later released Netherlands. See, that's that makes sense because I, you know, I was a huge Van Halen collector for a lot of years. I had all this stuff. I had all the forty-fives, all this stuff. And so this is love. Yes, I had a U.S. version of that. I might still have it, actually. But Unchained, like all these other singles, I never had like U.S. versions of that stuff. It was always import. 
Like yeah, I think I had five of so this is love with the all four of them, the picture of them that's on the inside sleeve of the vinyl, right? Isn't that on the cover of it? Mm, no. No. Hear about it later was. could have been false flag is saying. Yeah, I guess if you look back and you pick a, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, of course. But I mean, maybe, you know, that's the song you pick for your first single. Would be here about it later. Maybe a, maybe a trim some of the intro. Um, mm-hmm. You know, can't have a. I forget. I don't know how long that intro is on the record, but you know, getting a radio song, you know, a radio a song out a single with a long intro. Just a guitar like that usually doesn't go over well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because normally you it would be edited down. Like yeah. you would get the forty five, and it would say edit. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot, a lot of the singles would say edit, or they'd say fade. Like mm-hmm. the song fades out, Fade out earlier. earlier. Yep. Um, but they probably chose so this is love because of the title. It's got love in it. People, yeah, people are gonna love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, out of all those songs on that record, I mean, so this is love. Really, it really is the most like, like happy sounding tune. Yeah. Out of all of them, I mean, the rest are. I mean, it's they're just so just dark sounding, which goes along perfectly with that album cover of the inside of that guy's head. Yeah. Um, and then in Europe they did the push comes to shove video where they're in the operating room. And David Lee Ross dressed up, but they're all in like scrubs. No, that's that was loss of control. Oh, that's right, that's right. Sorry, I got my wires crossed. <laughs> Crossing the streams. <laughs> Dude, I had the, I had that on on VHS tape. It was the quality was horrible. Like you could you could barely see what was going on. Like I couldn't believe, you know, once YouTube came out and somebody uploaded like a cleaner copy of that, what was actually happening in that video? Mm-hmm. Hey guys, we we've been um I don't know if it's uh this is a weird night, at least for me, but I feel like we've been completely ignoring the chat. I just looked over and I'm like, Jesus, I don't remember. There's people it. here. Hey, well, we, yeah, it's true. it says one <laughs> one watching, and now it says eighty one watching. It's going back and forth between one and eighty one. Well, eighty one is perfect for this show. There you go. Right symmetry. Hey, you used your your free uh, your free highlight. Hindsight is always, always twenty twenty, but looking back, still it's still a bit, a bit fuzzy. fuzzy. A mutually assured destruction. Nice story. Tell it to Reader's Digest. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Oh yeah! Is that, is that Megadeth or Cooley? Yes, it is. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. Remember that? Oh yeah. Hi me. <laughs> yes, Johnny knows the song. <laughs> That's the only part I know of any hello, of them. Hello, hello me. Yes. Oh, hello me. Yeah, hello, hello me. Hello Newman. That that's a cool ass <laughs> video. Ever ever see that video? It's really cool. <laughs> I saw yeah, him no on shout Instagram today. Even. Yeah, Keith Campbell's right. We haven't done a, a roll call or a shout out or anything. Oh. Roll call. I'll, I'll do it. Well, Kurt, you were late, so you do the roll Roll Tide. I'll play Megadeth riffs while we, uh, while we do this. All <laughs> right. In the chat, we got Andy Carson. 
Bo Zeke, who's always here. Thank you, Bo Zeke. Yeah, thanks. DK Wilson. Of course, false flag. Joe Harvey, 84. Keith Campbell. Thank you, Keith. Hey, now. Majestic PB&J Cat, which is either jam or jelly. We'll say hey, dude. Jam. Jam. It's we, jam. We, we play GTA every night, me and, and Majestic. Majestic's a Northwesterner, just like me. Rick Green. Peter Northwesterner. Yep. He's just a rope's <laughs> throw away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Schmitty. Uh, my buddy Steve-O5150. Hey, now. hey newest uh, executive producer, actually, Steve-O5150. Oh, awesome. Steve-O's a good man. KXM Rock. Um, let's see who else is in here. I saw Dr. Pinkle in the lobby. Who wants a shit at? Who wants a shit Dr. Pinkle, he was here. I don't know if he's gone now. Um, Cameron Brown was here before. He wants to come on. He, he, uh, he messaged me before and said, um, come on on. He wants to come on on. He said, uh, let's see. DK Wilson. DK Metcalf. Yep. Russell Wilson. John BL, yeah. we can't forget about him. Yeah, we can. No, I'm done. John BL, yeah. Saturday nights. Right, Ned? John BL, so this is love. <laughs> and then. Hey, uh, dude! I rare record. You know who First that is? Time. That's Craig Parker Adams. Craig, we were just talking about that, you. That, that, that. that, that that guy. Which which one? The Last IR week. record? Yeah. That's oh. Craig right there. Hey now. Craig. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome show last week if you guys missed it. And thank you again to Van Halen News Desk for featuring our, our video with Craig. It was awesome. Yeah, Craig was great. I, I remember my first time too. It's amazing how how I can remember something that lasted so 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 quick. It didn't last long at all. I still remember it. Wait, what are you three talking about? Three minutes? <laughs> three minutes, like three seconds. Cameron said, uh, I want to come on again with you guys soon. Uh, not about my stuff, just to shoot the shit about Van Halen. Well, <laughs> I think you've come to the right place. Yeah. <laughs> Cameron, come on on. Come on on. Yeah, Cameron, send me a message. We'll we'll uh we'll schedule it because I because the time difference is so crazy. Well, I I know that um. Remember we were shooting it with the uh, with Charlie as well. Remember both of them were in the Liquid chat. Charlie, right? yeah, and yeah. Maybe maybe we'll do like a Saturday or a Sunday during during the day. Yeah, you know, just so those guys are actually awake. <laughs> so well, Cameron, I mean, Cameron's going to be awake probably till five a.m. his time anyway. But uh, do that. And hey, Cameron. Yeah, let's do that. And let's also do let's do an Instagram live. Ooh, we'll do it from my EVH gear live account. And then we'll and we'll combine that with your account. We'll have 10 people watching. It'll be like Voltron. (laughs) You know. So while Craig's here, I saw on I think it was Instagram. Someone posted a bunch of photos of him. And there was two different photos of him with Eddie in the studio. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I forgot. I, I I I thought we were gonna. I was gonna show those last week, but we just never did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we got just talking, and uh, time flew by. But uh, it was awesome meeting Craig and check that video out. It was great. That was Eddie at Craig's studio. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was fun, man. We had a good time last week. Yeah. Music Therapy Last says, I just want to say that if Johnny doesn't listen to some Gizmochi. Is that a new band? (laughs) And I'm no longer going to super chat. So now two people don't know my band name. What's Gizmochi? And Johnny. Even Johnny knows it's not Gizmochi. <laughs> is that like Pokemon Go? Is that a character on Pokemon Go? That sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. No, on Laz's show last night, he was he was giving me a hard time, or I forget what was going on, but um, we were From saying what? at we were saying at some point we were I forget we're talking about Gizmochi. it was Boner Jams and I were uh, razzing you guys. Was it was that was that it? And I yeah. had said that no, I don't have Gizmachi's record, so I've never heard the album. I've only seen the videos and heard the, the songs from the videos. Oh, what, well, dude? And, if, if if you do, you have a CD player? No. All right, well, then never mind. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, if you if you if you if you say you'll listen to it, I'll send you a CD. But if you don't, I, they don't have a CD player either. So no, nobody has CDs anymore. So CD, what the hell? What yeah. kind of old ass shit? Kurt, I'll send you one. I know. I listened. You sent me one, or Boner Jams did, and it's in my truck. Oh, that's right. Yeah. In your trunk? <laughs> it's in the truck in in the in the garbage. It's in the it's truck. In but I drive the Lambo. <laughs> it's, in, it's in Caleb's trunk. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have a CD player in your car? I do. You just don't want to be honest. You just say, I don't don't want to. (laughs) No, I'll listen to it. But the thing is, though, I can listen to it on Spotify and stuff, too. Yeah, so if you have Spotify. So it's it's easy, yeah. 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 Well, I said this earlier a few weeks ago. When I got the CD, it forced me to listen to it throughout, which I'm a firm believer it's too easy to skip when it's on a never skip on your phone or spotify uh, how come they haven't the covered your record <laughs> <laughs> did they skip the whole thing probably <laughs> i wouldn't blame <laughs> no dude they'll, I mean, change listen, the name, they'll change the name of the show of the show to gizmachi <laughs> they'll have one viewer <laughs> they already do oh come on <laughs> Come on. Anyway, I, with so, having ahead, the CD, ahead, I think you can let it roll and pick up things that you don't necessarily pick when you're thumbing through music on your phone. Uh, maybe I'm old school, you know, with that old mentality <laughs> where you throw a tape in and just let it go. Because yeah. um, I had downloaded it on iTunes when it came out and listened to it a little bit. But when I got the CD, I've actually listen to it through almost three or four tangible times. something tangible that you can feel and touch right um yeah. and i use the case to scrape the ice off my windows and all the signatures <laughs> like they're all blotchy now it gets blotchy <laughs> uh. 
That's so funny. Yeah. It's good stuff. Quality stuff. Yeah. No, but listen, Johnny is not Even a Even Craig fan, likes it. So, See? So, Craig says Gizmachi. Thanks, Craig. No, but, but Johnny, I mean, I'm not expecting you to be like, Jay, your CD's awesome. I mean, you're not a metal fan, you know? And, and it's not like our stuff is like super hard rock heavy metal. It's it's heavy metal. It's heavy, you know? yeah. It's heavy as shit. So I, I get it, you know, I... You know, I'm not the type of person where it's like somebody's like, I'm not really into it. I'm not like, what? I get it. You know, I yeah. totally get it. Speaking yeah. of metal, there's now a metal show section in the Discord. Oh, yeah. Is there really? Yeah. As of last night. Yeah. The Discord is totally hopping, man. The Discord is disco, man. It's bringing it's... it back. Dick skin. It's yeah. awesome. Or is it snake skin? What's your name, Jay? No, it's, it's snake dick skin. Yes, snake dick skin. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those names. Where as I was typing it, I was giggling. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I probably shouldn't shouldn't give this great idea away, but I'm gonna. Who cares, right? So me and uh, my brother-in-law slash drummer from Gizmachi are gonna start a um like a thrash metal band obviously we're not going to go on tour or anything but we're gonna we're gonna make like an ep you know and we're thinking we're thinking that the uh the band name is going to be one of my favorite sayings of all time big man on campus oh yeah (laughs) i love saying that you got you got somebody who's like walks around like they're like they're king shit oh big man on campus huh Dude, yeah, this guy he thinks he's this guy thinks he's big man on campus. Yeah, look at this guy, big man on campus. (laughs) Oh, that's good. I I hope there's not a band name like that, but there probably is. Whatever. So you just guys gonna just like record some stuff? Is that what you're gonna do? Yeah. Right on. Yeah, this day and age, you can put it out there. Why not? Yeah, for the hell for the hell of it. Why why not? So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm thinking I I need to start recording music again. Well, now Dude, I can because I've got this thing hooked up. Johnny, why don't we do like a um, like one song, like everybody that's a part of the Johnny Bean channel. Somebody comes up with a main riff, you know kind of like pass it around type of thing like okay here's this Mm -hmm. you know send it off to somebody else they put their thing to it or whatever you know have Mm -hmm. paul paul can sing on it because i can't sing worth the shit um you know that'd be kind of neat that would be be like that yeah yeah that'd be cool yeah we could have boner jams play the skin flute do a solo well i'm sure he'd like to play my skin flute (laughs) Um. Yeah. How Mikey Mojo says, "How about the big swinging dicks, or or the big swing or the swinging yeah. Richards or something like that?" You know, that'd be nice. What's up, Mikey? I thought mm-hmm. I thought <laughs> I was thinking of like, you know, a band that's the and then something, the blown farts. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right, the blown farts. Oh. Uh. Thanks, Taylor. Let's have lumps. 
<laughs> Taylor. Thank you big, so much, Taylor. Big man on campus, man. <laughs> Taylor 315. <laughs> anyway, Mike, back to fair warning. What do you what do you say? Yeah. Are we doing any giveaways tonight or uh trivias or anything? Oh yeah. Actually, actually, I do have some things here to give away. I found these. Give these away, were away, give away now. <laughs> these were these were sent to me. See, back back when I let's see, how do I do this? Stop the hairy sharing. genitals. <laughs> now they're giving names. Yeah. <laughs> giveaway. All right, so I've got. I'll give these away tonight. These were sent um, via the WhatsApp. These Johnny, were, these were sent. Hold on, you know what you also got to do. You got to make little short ass jingles, like for each each thing on the channel, like a giveaway or a trivia question or something. Oh, an unboxing. A, we need we need video. like short jingles to, you know, push the money the the money push the. Uh, the button, you know. Yeah, I like so it. I I just need short little intro yeah. songs. We can okay. I can do that. I can do that. Okay. Uh, let's. Yeah, the unboxing song could just be a bunch of pick slides. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right, uh, we're gonna we're I'm gonna give these away. These these were I mean these were gifts to me, so I, I think Seinfeld would have a what do we call it regift regifter. Yeah. Um. All right. Hashtag that's an exclamation point. Okay, that's wrong. Oh, <laughs> Does, that's see good. if that works. That 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 actually that I don't think that will work. No, that's wrong. Hang on. Dagnabbit! Exclamation point. Wait, it says one entry. Well, wait, it does work. Okay. All right. That work. Share screen. Okay, because you did that and it shows it. All right, so it doesn't have to be a hashtag. It can be. It, it just has to be just a keyword, apparently. All right, so <laughs> exclamation point win. Now I don't think uh, uh, Nightbot actually has that, so it won't it won't wake him up. Oh man. So exclamation point win tonight. <laughs> the, the these were sent in actually several years ago. I've got three of several. these. Several. I've got three of these. These are these are guitar picks from the Van Halen tribute band called Halen. Halen. The, these these were sent to me, and and I found them, and I'm just I'm gonna give them away to you guys. So we Wait, got is somebody three. getting all three. No, we're gonna oh, do three gonna three separate the, three separate people. ones. Come on now. So these are we're. Uh, <laughs> guitar picks from the Van Halen tribute band called Halen. They're pretty cool. I mean, yeah, dive it out. I mean, they used a lot of a lot of uh, copyrighted stuff on them. I don't know how they did that, but um, most companies won't print stuff with like with him on it. So I don't know how they did it. But anyway, these can be yours. <laughs> three different ones. So we'll have three nice. winners tonight. Three winners. So how many? We got fifteen. We got fifteen entries. Steve Carmichael in the house. So Steve we Carmichael. just need we just need three winners. So exclamation point win right now if you want to win one. Follow the rules, Laz. 
We'll spin three mark. times. <coughs> we'll spin three times. There we go. 16 entries. Coming in hot. Yeah. Yo, Destroyer says he 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 developed or d- invented a sandwich named the Big Man on Campus. I'm asking what's on it because I might have to go make one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Because I'm hungry. Yeah. It's probably a six-inch kielbasa cut in half. Grilled. Hey, hey, Jeannie, can you make me a big man on campus? <laughs> Thanks. You know the way I like it? Uh, extra, extra man. Extra man. Extra big. Extra man A's. Crust right, to crust so, is a must. So just, just like Craig here, exclamation point win in the chat. We'll... we'll, we'll uh, We'll get your entry in. So D Stroner, uh, you want exclamation point win? Stroner, huh? There you go. Destroyer, destroyer. Oh, destroyer. Yeah. There's Quentin. Someone got picked in the draft. Stevens flipping out out there. Uh oh. How about on time here? Oh, I guess we started yeah. late, huh? Okay. I gotta cut out I gotta cut out a little bit early. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we'll we'll spin three times. We'll here, we'll we'll do the first spin. This spin it. For, this is for a Halen guitar pick. I think they're still around. I think this band is still together, so um Here's the first drawing for a Halen tribute guitar pick. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mick. Didn't you last week? What? Didn't Mr. Mick win something last week? Who cares? Uh, it's, just, it's just a goddamn guitar pick. It's not like you want a guitar. March. Technically, it's been a month since he won, so he's he's eligible. Okay. He won. Uh, he won a Bumblebee guitar strap before. Wow. And there he is. He's here. Yeah. All right, Mister Mick. WhatsApp me your your address your an address to that phone number there. Just. Text that phone number, your name, and, and where to send, and I, I will get that out to you. Mr. Mick, how's the strap? Yeah, very cool guitar strap that he got last time. From Lewis, Fairfield Guitars. <clears throat> All right, so one of these goes to Mr. Mick. That's right there. All right, next drawing. Here we go. Coming in hot. Hey, yeah. Santa Cruz 3600. You win a guitar pick. Gaggle of gorillas. Santa Cruz. And actually, Santa Cruz 
in what time is it? We got we got ten more minutes. Santa Cruz in about five minutes. Give me a phone call. He actually he actually has a. He'll be there to pick it up. Come on over. Oh, because he's in. Are you in Santa? He's not in Santa Cruz. He's not actually here. I think he's he's actually a little ways away. Uh, but in about five minutes, give give me a call because he he actually has a fair warning story that he wants to tell. Oh, snapper! I guess he was at the show. Knocking on the door. Oh, is that him? Yeah. All right. Last drawing for a Halen guitar pick. <laughs> yes, Kurt. Tonight's my night, babe. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, uh, you're disqualified, but if you want it, you can have it. So there you go. I know you'll take it. I'll give it to my son. Okay, there you go. There you go. Yeah. See, it it pays to enter. <laughs> it pays to enter. It just proves that this show is not rigged. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Wait a, wait a second. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so everybody message me. What what were the names? Mr. Mick Mr. Halen Mick. guitar pick. Santa Cruz 3600. Santa Cruz 3600 Halen guitar pick. And then Curtis I, P. World. <laughs> Kurt with a K Halen guitar pick. Guitar. Okay. I keep a record of all this. Guitar pick, guitar pick. All right. Keep an erection of all this? God. <laughs> yeah, Jay. They used to call me Curtis P. World because it sounded like Ernest. Oh, man. <laughs> Love that guy. <laughs> I do too. But you know. Yeah, I know. We can talk I about love that me some uh, which McCall Ernest Saves Christmas. I love that one. Yep. I got the house to myself tomorrow night, so it may get a little crazy. Oh snap. I'll be on. I'll be on. <laughs> I'll be on, Johnny, if you know what I mean. There goes Wait Kurt. a minute. Inviting himself on again. <laughs> <laughs> is that what is that what you did with your wife when you when you met her at the uh at the car dealership? You just walked up. Hey, I'll, I'll be over tonight. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That was it, man. What time? What time I'll are you gonna be over there tonight? Yeah, <laughs> just I'll be in at ten. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'll be out at uh, I'll be out at ten oh three. What's the old saying? Do you mind if I come over for some sex and pizza? What's wrong? You don't like pizza? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, well, we're losing them now. Santa Cruz, <laughs> Santa Cruz, call me, call me. And hey, sorry, uh, uh, Alan, sorry, next time, Alan, next time. All right, Santa Cruz, call up. <clears throat> Let's see. He has uh, oh, yeah, a fair warning. Oh. 
Oh, man. Where was the text? Man. Wow, Mickey Settlemeyer is getting started early with the, with the GTA. Uh... <laughs> oh, Bozeek. Oh, snap. Somebody's got a no-hitter on the Mets game. Oh, man. Yeah, fair warning. Johnny, I brought out this uh, little box set I was telling you about. Have you seen this one? Oh. Is it official? No. I Pretty well done, it. though. I, I, know. <laughs> I can't even see any of it. What, what, what is it? Well, Jay just got on the phone, so uh, it took took my internet away. <laughs> Van Halen eruption live. So it it's it's a bunch it's all, of live stuff. Yeah. Oh, we can't even we can't read that. Here, I'll read them to you. So the Golden Ballroom, right? Seventy six. Gold West Ballroom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pasadena, seventy-seven. Oh, Pacific. That's the that's the best. That's um, the best one, man. Tokyo, seventy-eight. That one's good. Mm -hmm. uh, um, another Osha Oshikawa, Japan, seventy-nine. Um, Dallas, Texas, eighty-two, and then that's a good one. Eighty-two Fresno. So, 82 I've Fresno? Yeah. I've never heard Sell 82 Fre 82 Fresno. Oh, excuse me, 92. Man, this printing is tiny. 92. 92. Sorry. Okay, so 92 Fresno is is what would become right here right now. Wait a minute. So you might that I think you have the 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 radio version of right here right now. Which was played on the radio the summer like before before it came out. Does it have uh, like Pound Dream cake. is Over on Pound it? Pound Judgment Day. Yes. Okay, you, that's the radio version, dude. Oh, cool. So, th so Can that's like a, a raw. Send it to you. Sure, sure, man. Yeah, sure. that's a raw, raw, rawer version. Raw, raw, raw. Go team. That's a raw <laughs> version of of right here, right now than what they released. That's like the oh, Eddie cool. and Alex mixed version of it. That was played on the radio in 1992. They Sammy did a live from Cabo Wabo special, and I taped it off the radio. So I had yeah. it for years, and then that must be what that is. That's cool, man. Yeah, I'll make a copy and send it to you. Awesome. You can listen to it in your car and CD player. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay. Well, Santa Santa Cruz. All, All right. right, I got a jam. Right. I was gonna wait. Yeah, for you Jay got a jam. Out. Jay's on the phone, and okay, we're just gonna call it. Thank you, everybody, okay. for watching tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please leave a review on Google for these shows. 
Very easy to do. <coughs> There's the link in the chat. It's very, very uh, fun. And don't forget, you can follow uh, follow us everywhere. Uh, this is a podcast, so you can actually listen to this uh, uh, later tonight. I will upload this to iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, everybody, everybody, everywhere where you get your podcast. Um, and follow me on TikTok. I just got over 200 followers over there. I'm growing over on uh, over on TikTok. Uh, channel members. Hang <laughs> on. Off. Thank you so much. <laughs> what? <laughs> thank you so much, channel members. And thank you again to uh Stevo5150, newest newest member. Your your name will be on that list shortly. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for watching. And don't forget, join us tomorrow night, Saturday Night Live, with your host, John BL. Good night, everybody. Sorry about that. (laughs) Where's, where's, I'm trying to find the other. uh, Oh, well. Oh, there it is. All right, channel members, thank you so much for all your support. Thank you again. Thank you for the super chats tonight. Thank you guys for all your support for this channel, for these shows. Tune in tomorrow, Saturday Night Live with your host, John BL. Quite a lag tonight with the uh, the buttons. Saturday Night Live with your host, John BL, tomorrow night. If you're brand new to tonight's show and you thought this was weird, tune in tomorrow. It, it's insanity. It's awesome. And uh, if, if, if you if you want to hang out later on with me, I'll be live over on Twitch doing some GTA with friends, such as Majestic PB&J Cat, Symmetry, Mickey Settlemeyer, Robot Master Switch, who I saw in uh, Philip McKnight's chat earlier today. Join us. Join us over on Twitch. We play GTA. You can chat with us in the Discord. It's a lot of fun. It actually is a lot of fun. It's a great time. So, join us. Uh, What else? Any last... uh, no. Anything? I'll see everybody tomorrow night. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for watching. Smash that thumbs up. Johnny Bean TV. Bye. Bye.